plague hit his hometown and killed nearly everyone in his family, including his father, with whom he was very close. As writer Andrew Graham Dixon noted in his 2011 biography, Caravaggio, A Life Sacred and Profane, this was the formative moment of his life, the traumatic event that shaped his future. The loss of his father caused him to act out and to sabotage opportunities throughout his life, regardless of how good these moments could be for him. As Graham Dixon writes, quote, It's almost like he cannot avoid transgressing. As soon as he's welcomed by authority, welcomed by the Pope, welcomed by the Knights of Malta, he has to do something to screw it up. It's almost like a fatal flaw, unquote. Orphaned and penniless, Caravaggio took up with a group of painters and lived on the streets, doing what he could to make a living for himself. When he was 11 years old, Caravaggio moved to Milan and began a four-year apprenticeship under the painter Simone Pedrozano, where he would have been able to become very familiar with the artistic treasures of Milan and the regional Lombard style of art, which favored a more natural form and simplicity. Fast forwarding a few years, and we find our man Caravaggio making another move. This time, in 1592, at the age of 21, he left Milan for Rome. Now, the reasons for this relocation are a bit fuzzy, as most things in Caravaggio's biography are. Many have mused that he ended up wounding a Milanese police officer, which certainly tracks with what we know about the artist's infamous violent streak. But Rome ended up being a good thing for Caravaggio, because it was there that this troubled artist would really make a name for himself, eventually becoming the most famous painter in Rome for a brief period. The city was desperate for new paintings to fill the many churches and palazzos that were being built at the time, and they needed a stylistic alternative to mannerism. That late Renaissance style that featured exaggerated proportions and this grandiose sense of artifice. It was Caravaggio's use of tenebrism, his theatrical use of light and dark, as well as his attention to detail and high level of naturalism that set him apart from the rest and skyrocketed him to the forefront of the art world. A great example is the commission that Caravaggio scored in 1599 for the Contarelli Chapel. After years as a struggling artist, Caravaggio was contracted to decorate the chapel and produce two works, The Martyrdom of St. Matthew and The Calling of St. Matthew. Caravaggio painted these religious scenes with a supreme sense of drama and heightened with naturalistic details and modern contemporaneous clothes as if these scenes from the life of St. Matthew were taking place on the streets of Rome during his own time, instead of some far-off past. The impact that 